1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Uh, welcome, my loves. It's uh, Monday. You're listening to the guy who totally blew the prediction of the big game. I own it when I'm wrong. And I don't really rub it in people's faces when I'm right. But I do own it when I'm wrong. And I really sucked yesterday. I thought Philadelphia was going to roll, absolutely destroy Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I didn't want that to happen because I like Patrick Mahomes. I really do. I think he's amazing at what he does. And plus, he uses bath bomb. So there's that. So right now, talking about uh, tipping. And what is your standard for tipping? Now there's tipping the server at the restaurant or the bartender, there's tipping the food delivery person from DoorDash or the pizzeria down the street, Uh, and those of you who work in the service industry, are people more generous or are they more skin-flinty these days? 803 0930 star 930 1 800 616 WBEN. Let's go to uh, Mark on a cell phone. Mark, welcome. You are on.
3: Yeah, hey, I'm in a big truck. <laughs> and uh, just fast, fast, Yeah, you know. Fast, Feeling a bit horny, are you? I uh, hope not. <laughs> try try not to. Um. Anyways, as a kid, I uh, worked as a bus boy. We call it busting dishes. Uh, Everybody should work a restaurant or that or farming. It used to be farming and I mean after fourth grade I bailed hay for a penny a bale. But anyway, my wife and I we went to uh breakfast this morning and uh what the bill was eighteen bucks and I'm thinking of COVID and these poor you know, the deer restaurants they're digging out, so we left ten bucks, you know, so why not
2: it's very generous
3: well i guess you know you're talking 20 25% yeah you know but hey covid these people are digging out so let's uh, help them out
2: all right well I, I mean, as far as the restaurants are concerned yeah i mean a lot of them took big a big hit during uh during this and you know there and, and there are some like okay the you know, are you familiar with the the bar bill restaurants
3: uh, were they more around New
2: York and Buffalo or what? Uh, well, there's East Aurora. There's Main Street and Clarence. They're very well known for their chicken wings. But I, I saw over the weekend, and I- apparently they usually do this. They're closing down for a couple of months before they reopen, which I'm trying to figure oh, out. Are man. they doing it to really give their employees a rest, or are they doing it because they can't find uh, employees? But the-, the people who worked in the restaurant industry, obviously, they took... Uh, a hit during the during the covid pandemic but you know what i said before mark about every restaurant needs its core group of people who carry the happy burden of working at a restaurant those are the people who tended to get the most hours during covid those who were proven dedicated workers uh they they still were called in to work for the takeout stuff
3: Right, you know the industry's on thin ice. I think that COVID was so uh, mismanaged that you know we we really got to protect our restaurant industry. We're going to lose it all together. You know, wait, wait till the uh, restaurant workers call in, right? So.
2: Oh, uh, I, you know what that that industry I find it interesting. You say everybody should work uh, in a restaurant. My daughter worked at a chain restaurant. Uh, for a while when she was trying to go through college, and I I heard, frankly, horror stories at a seafood restaurant, that's all I'm going to say, but I I heard horror stories about uh, taking care of people, trying to give them your absolute best, smiling, happy, undivided attention, and then uh, at the end of a $200 uh, uh, check, ending up with $2 as a tip. Really? Really? Who does that?
4: Yeah,
3: you know, well, there you go. I what well, Oh, you say two or two or 200. two hundred. Two. Two. Oh, yeah. Two.
2: Two dollar tip pathetic. on a two hundred dollar check. I've heard the horror stories.
3: Oh yeah, my my waitresses. You know, they they'd go after them and say, "Here, you need this more than I do." You know, it's pitiful.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's pitiful. All right, so an eighteen dollar check and you uh, left a ten dollar tip. Very laudable. Right. Uh, I mean, look, if so. if you if you can afford it. Here's, here's the deal. The people who work the in the service industry, they depend on your tips to live. And the next time you go in there, if you go in there again, you might get a free orange juice out of it. Not that that's why you left the big tip, but the smart restaurant workers take care of the people who take care of them.
3: And, you know, uh, tipping really is kind of a U.S.-American thing because Europe, it, they kind of don't. They don't tip, you know, and uh, I guess they get whatever salary or pay, you know, but in the U.S., yeah, you get less pay and they depend on the tips, you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Mark, I want to thank you for being a good guy. Uh hope you and your wife, first of all, how did you and your wife end up with two people and an $18 check? What did you have, like a cup of coffee and a flake of toast?
3: Well, it was breakfast. Uh, it was a pretty full breakfast. Uh, yeah.
5: No, you know.
3: Well, you know it nowadays. Hey, in trucking, wherever I go, things cost, oh, you can get two pieces of meatloaf for eight bucks, nine bucks. You know, it's terrible. I don't know how people are, su- I'm doing pretty well. I don't know how people are surviving. I don't either. How people are not, and, that, you know, uh, I hate to say how they, they're taking their life. You know, it's pitiful. So, uh, yeah, we need to, you know, bunker down in America. Well, yeah, I like free enterprise and competition, so... At least we got you know the Super Bowl and uh, Olympics right uh, so far. But
2: anyway. All right, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call and thanks for giving us. Uh... All right. Oh, you do? Wait, did you just do the horn again? Yeah. Nice.
6: How's
2: that? <laughs> yeah.
3: Any anybody says they're in a the truck, say, "Well, you better hit that horn." uh oh, the traffic's all stopping in front of me.
2: Whoops. Yeah, they're I probably they're probably that, thinking yeah. you're going to rear end them. Uh, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate your call. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. All right. Uh, tipping, tipping. Um, it, it, you know, it's like I said in the, in the first hour of the program. You can learn a lot about somebody by the way they treat people in the service industry. And you know, one of the things I've learned over the years is people will judge you on how you tip and treat people who are serving you. And, you know, it, it, it's so important if you want to make a good impression on somebody, whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, your side piece, uh, you want to make a good uh, impression. Here is uh, John in Tonawanda. You are on WBEN. Hello.
7: Yeah. Um, so this story is about maybe 10 years ago. I was working second shift, and I just finished around midnight, and my friends are out getting um like a late night snack at like a diner and I didn't have money, but they brought me along and, um, hello. Oh, sorry. And, uh, they got their dinner and stuff. And, um, I was kind of sitting there talking and our, our waitress got us free desserts. I, I think she wanted to try and get some big tip from us. And, uh, she's like, do you want a, a dessert? I'm like, yeah, sure. Totally. And, uh, the check comes and my friends pay the bill, no tip.
2: You you can't be serious. Were, were they – well, let me ask you this. See, when I was a kid, like 18, 19, 20 years old, I didn't understand how important tipping was to servers. My ex-wife had been a server uh, down at Chautauqua for at the Athenaeum uh, or one of the restaurants down there, and she explained to me, Tom – 10% is not really what you want to do. Let me explain how much these servers depend on your money as a tip just to live. And that was a good lesson learned from the ex-wife. But your friends, were they ignorant uh, as opposed to being mean and nasty?
7: Yeah, they were just kind of trashy
2: guys. Um,
7: I tried my best. i my like, guys, you you got a tip her. She just gave us free desserts. You know, she, she's probably going to get fired for it. Um but uh, I didn't have cash on me, and I had worked in a restaurant prior, so like I got the whole thing, and like I tried my best. I'm like, guys, she's working hard to give us free desserts, and like, oh, I don't see why we should tip her. It's free, it's it's free food, fine, you know. Um, that's, so
2: that's a it's hor- horrible, uh, yeah. You know what? That 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 is. Dr- How old were they at the time? Maybe like 22 man i'm I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure we have servers out there who can tell us stories which I'd love to hear by the way about people they've gone they have gone above and beyond the call and they didn't get anything out of it in terms of recognition or proper uh, tipping.
7: Yeah uh, being in the service you know sector I, I I've seen it people will go five stars and get if they're lucky maybe five percent tip it's it it makes it makes no sense.
2: Um, maybe, you know what, maybe the restaurant industry, this is probably a stupid thing to say, maybe we need education on gratuities, at least in the United States, because in Europe, a lot of times they're built right into what you are paying. And and some of the, like, have you ever been to a resort that's all-inclusive, no tip is necessary? Uh, Actually, no, I have not. No. Well, what I'm going to suggest to people, if you ever get to a situation where you're at a resort, no tipping is expected, even though no tipping is expected, tip anyway. Because when that bar is full and they got a lot of eager faces wanting alcohol, guess whose face gets picked first? Bartender. Right. No, the the customer who gave the tip. Oh. Because and what it is is you have shown your respect for what they do for a living. Um, you know, when I go to my favorite place in Jamaica, it is a no tipping place. But the first day I get there, I make sure I give the guy at the bar a vi- at uh, Delroy's. I, I give I give him a nice tip, and then the rest of the week um, I get taken care of with prompt service. Right. Right.
7: Um, I just want to point out too uh, to for my call ends. Uh, those guys, I I haven't seen them in years, so I they're kind of trashy. So,
2: but yeah, I, I, we weren't going to make any assumptions, John. <laughs> I mean, we figured that you probably had dumped them and m- moved on to bigger and better. Uh, thank you kindly. It's a it's a great story. I'm sorry that it happened, but I'd love to hear from servers who have been stiffed on tips. And how many of you servers have had people do a runner on you? In other words, eat and run. Dine and dash. I, I know it happens. I always joke to our servers about it because we go to the same place all the time. They know They know where I live. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Charlie on WBE. We're talking about how much you tip, whom you tip, uh, the home delivery guys, the servers, whom do you tip, and how much. And there are places where I don't feel obligated to tip. There's a place where you go and you get sandwiches. I don't feel the need or the obligation to tip a sandwich place. Sorry, I just watched you make the sandwich. And no, I'm sorry, I'm not cheap, but you don't get a tip. Any more than the people at McDonald's get a tip. Uh, let's go to uh, Charles, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys maybe you guys tip at McDonald's. I don't go to McDonald's, but hypothetically, if I did, would I? Uh, Charles, you're on WBEN, welcome. Hi, Tom. Yeah, I. my wife calls me an obnoxious
6: tipper, hmm. and I tell her, I was a bartender for 10 years, and I know what it's like to live on my tips. So when whenever we go out.
2: Just a the tip.
6: The yes, yeah, just a just, tip. Just um, whenever we go out, I I like to see the look on their face when they get it. That's what makes my whole day. I just recently, to give you an example, I took uh, two of my sons to get their hair cut, and the kids' haircut were sixteen dollars a piece, and they had two different ladies cutting their hair at the same time. Well, when we were done, I gave them each an extra twenty dollars as a tip, <laughs> and one of the one of the ladies started crying. And asked me if I was sure if I wanted to give it to her. I said, well, look at the way you treated my kids. I go, they're not the easiest ones to get their hair cut. They're young. They're squirmy. They're moving. They they don't keep their heads straight or anything. And I go, you didn't get upset. You, You dealt with it. And that's why I'm giving you this money.
2: You get it, man. You get it. I wish we had more Charles's in the world because you totally get it. Now, obviously, you're, you are clearly in financial circumstances that allow you to do that because, you know, a lot of people are not going to cough up $40 tip on, uh, what, $32 a haircut.
6: And I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to be blessed in what I do, and I love to pay it forward. I love to look – I just love the look on someone's face when they get a tip and it just takes them by surprise. They just don't know what to say. And that's what, that's what makes me keep doing it. I love it.
2: So as far as your wife is concerned, calling you an obnoxious tipper, have you explained why you do the what you do tip-wise?
6: Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's not, it's not that she says I'm an obnoxious tipper in a bad way. She says it in a good way. And she, she knows how you know, what I used to do for a living, and uh, she loves it. She, but she tells her friends, you know, that a couple of her friends who are very, very cheap, we should say, um, mm. that I'm an obnoxious tipper. I go above and beyond, and she she gets it completely. She she loves the fact that I am the way I am.
2: Well, you know, I, I must say, Charles, that one, and you probably noticed this as well. But you know, you talked about being blessed, and frankly, you know, I, I've been very very much blessed in, in so many ways in life. And one of those ways is by virtue of doing what I do, I get invited to a lot of very nice parties where everything is on the arm. And I have a personal major HO for people who are getting everything for free who don't tip. I think that is so classless. When when we go, and again, it's just one of those things – that I think you have to do, when we go to one of those parties and we see the bartenders busting their humps, they always get a nice tip, in particular at the beginning of the night, so they know, oh, okay, this person has taken care of us. And then sometimes when the uh, servers will go around from table to table saying, can I get you a drink, even though it is free, we, we actually we will always give that person a a tip because they've gone in my opinion above and beyond and people need to be taken care of and i think that if if you're in a position to do it people should be made to feel important
6: i i agree i mean what how it, if it makes if it makes you feel good and it makes them feel good where is the what is wrong with that um I think, I think, and you are absolutely correct, whenever I go somewhere on vacation, um, you always tip the people down in the, the lobby that bring your bags up, or yep. the bartender, or the server, because you are 1,000% correct. You will get special treatment over everybody else, and they appreciate it, and... Just because I tip them in the beginning doesn't mean they're not going to get more as the day goes on or the week goes on. Bingo. And it is well worth it.
2: Well, i, I got to tell you, I'll confess something to you, Charles. I don't like um, maids coming into my room when I'm on vacation, especially in Jamaica. Um, so at the beginning of the week, I'll find my maid and I'll say, are you – taking care of my room for the rest of the week. Oh, yes, sir, I am, but I can't really do a good Jamaican accent. So I'll give that person a tip, and I'll say the only thing I need is fresh towels and empty my garbage cans. Other than that, you don't have any work to do, but I'm going to tip you anyway. And you know what? It's so appreciated. It really is. Absolutely, and I am the exact same way you are, Tom.
6: I that do not disturb is always on my door handle. Yep. I, I am not a big fan of when my possessions are in there. Not that you can't trust anybody, but you can't trust anybody hmm. um, when my possessions go in there. Uh, I'm the only one that goes back in that room.
2: Well, you know, especially I, I don't want her walking in on something. I don't want her to see. But you know, anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Take it easy. All right, now. folks this this is really good stuff. Okay, I personally love this topic. I really want to hear from people who are servers and those of you who, who are big tippers and why you do it. And look, I'm, again, I'm just a huge believer in the idea that if you have been blessed, you take care of other people who do you solids I mean, you don't want to go into your personal poorhouse doing it, but look—if you can afford it, by all means, take care of other people. Because to you, twenty bucks might not be anything, but to that person cleaning your room on vacation in the Caribbean, that twenty dollars is a big deal. And and believe me, you are treated like it's a big deal. 803-0930. Star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It's Bowerly, Josh Schmidt at Master Control, and I happen to love this whole topic of gratuities and who gets them and who doesn't. But like I said, as much as I believe in tipping and taking care of people, there are certain places I'm not going to leave a tip, like a fast food drive through. I don't tip fast food drive throughs. Do you? Maybe I'm maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm being ignorant. If you work at a fast food drive-thru, does anybody tip you? I'd like to know. 803-0930 on WBEN.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You better over here! Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Yeah, good stuff. Uh, it is. Yeah. By the way, the uh, wonderful friend who uh, does my hair, Courtney. She sent me a very nice text about my tipping. In fact, I just I want to read it um, to you. It's very nice. You are a blank heel. Don't ever call me for a haircut again. That's, that's very sweet. Thank you, Courtney. Uh, it is uh, obviously kidding, having fun. Uh, it's Bowerly. Talking about tipping, gratuities. And what do you tip? Because there was a time I thought 10% was the standard of tipping. Then it became 15%. The pandemic came along 25%. And more people than ever want to be tipped. What is your standard tip? And and what little techniques do you use? And trying to throw some things in along the way on the program, such as even at a non-tipping resort you tip, especially at the beginning of your week, because you are establishing with the bartender the idea that, look, I respect you, I respect what you do for a living so much that even though I'm not supposed to, I'm going to sneak you some money because you are going to take care of me. There is a certain quid pro quo about that, and uh, there was a time in the Dominican Republic where nobody was getting any table. The place was not ready to be opened, and yet they opened it anyway, and we were starving. So this Listen young girl, this, this this young girl. I, I, hey, how, how are you, Anonymous? You're on WBEN.
8: Hi. Um, I've been waitressing for a while now, and during the pandemic, we didn't make any money because they shut us down. But then when they opened us back up, they first you had to wear a mask, and then it was masks optional. So I made a bunch of masks out of the produce bags, you know, like the mesh bag from the onions and from cucumbers. So they had holes in them, were like, which were like, oh, maybe a quarter inch, but it was still a mask. Okay. So I went to this one table and the lady didn't like my mask. And she told me that I was disrespecting her friend, Kathy Huckle, which of course set the tone for the whole meal. Oh. And after the meal was over... I went back, I cleared off the table, and I asked everyone if they wanted dessert. I told them what we had, and I said, we have a special dessert. It's called the Hoko cannoli, and I went and got a plate, and it had an empty shell, cannoli shell on it, and that's our special dessert, it's the hokal cannoli, an empty shell. Hmm. Well, needless to say, she stiffed me, but it was worth it.
2: But, okay, first of all, um, kudos to you. I I like the way you think. Um, Secondly, you know, for somebody, first of all, to drop a name like that, oh, you're disrespecting my friend, Kathy Hochul. Really? I mean, Mm -hmm. name-dropping is something you do last. That's something you do last on the list. But um, the... The fact that she supposedly you know, would back somebody who cares so much for the downtrodden and the disadvantage and those who are not in the top 1% of society. Um, one would think that uh, she should have left you a tip regardless of your political orientation because if you're working as a server, you're not exactly getting out of your Bentley on the way into work.
8: No, but uh, she also she said, you know, that I was spreading germs. And I said, well, not really, because I'm not stupid enough to get vaccinated. So I said, I don't have any of the live virus floating around in my system. She was not happy with that.
2: Wow. I mean,
8: it was just common after. But she she was attacking me constantly. And there was eight people in the party. So she was with her unfortunate partner. And the other people, the other people all tipped. She's the only one that didn't tip, which was fine, you know, because I didn't really care what she thought. I mean, she just got worse and worse through the whole meal. She told me she shares recipes with Kathy Hochul, so I don't know. I was really, what, what her drink recipes? her eyebrows done.
2: What what drink recipes does she share with Kathy Hochul?
8: She didn't tell me, but I was going to ask her if she was going to go get her eyebrows done by Kathy oh, Hochul's d- dermatologist. Right.
2: That had to be awkward for the other people sitting at the table.
8: Actually, they laughed at her, which made her even madder.
2: Oh, my goodness. That is uh, that is awesome. Well, you know, uh, not for nothing, but uh, and I don't want to turn this into a show on uh, the vaccine. I uh, was talking with a very educated healthcare provider last week um, about the side effect that I had to the COVID vaccine, and this very educated healthcare provider said, well, I have arrhythmia and also swelling in my legs since the vaccine. So uh, it's not really a vaccine, but we've been down that road a million times. Um, You know, there's something fundamentally wrong, Anonymous, with the idea that you cannot even have a conversation, uh, scientifically based conversation, about does the shot cause side effects If so, to what degree, what are they, and can they be treated? Um, I've told you this before many a time. I'm not a good example because my body is very sensitive to every vaccine. I'm an outlier. You could not include my data. It wouldn't be scientifically valid. But I've heard from enough educated healthcare providers who don't have a horse in the race except the interest of public health, and they feel very stifled. Uh, you can't ask questions. You can't even begin to explore this. Uh, otherwise, you're some kind of a quack.
8: No, so your license is at risk. There's a very um, smart chiropractor. We're,
2: we're going to get in. You know what? I, I shouldn't have taken the show down that road. Uh, I, that, no, that's right. about as much as I want to say about that right now. But uh, I thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. All Bye. right. Thank Bye. you. Yep. No, I just uh, wanted to share a quick anecdotal story, but I also have to keep the show in the rails um, if you know what I mean. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I will simply say that if science is the quest for truth, then scientists ought to be allowed to seek the truth and to announce the truth. Maybe there's nothing to see. Maybe there is. Um, But again, having said that... I will simply conclude this portion of discussion by saying that scientifically, because of my known predisposition for adverse effects from all vaccines, not just COVID, I would have to disqualify myself from any research that was done because I think I would be a false positive. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I think that's a very fair and reasonable approach, because I'm not anti-vax. Um as a rule, no, I, I'm I'm not. Uh, let's go to Kevin in uh, Buffalo. You are on WBN. we're talking about: Do you tip the person who gave you the COVID shot? Now we're we're talking about uh, uh, gratuities. How much you How much you tip? Whom you tip? All that kind of stuff.
5: Well, I was told, always told you always tip. So one time on the way home, the way back to the shop from work, we stopped ahead at Bear, a pitcher of beer and some French fries. So we thought we had enough money, which we did. We put everything down on the table. And it turned out to be more than it was. It was a dime left. So we go back to the truck regularly, right we hear a knock on our window. It's the waitress. She bring the dime back. You forgot something. She gave us that dime. Oh.
2: So how, how did that whole situation um, <laughs> how, how do you how do you get how do you get out of that with any basic dignity?
5: Well, I said, so it's all we had. We we calculated wrong. We talked to the, uh, Fred Fraser this, and they weren't. And uh, we're sorry, but it's it. It was payday. It was Friday. We didn't get paid yet.
2: Well, uh, you know? did did you maybe think about asking her for her name and saying, look, I, when we get paid, we're going to send you something in the mail, be looking for a letter from us?
5: Not really. I actually found out a couple of years later that I actually knew where she was. I met her. To a friend, and I told her about the story, and I bought her.
2: Bought her a drink or two, <laughs> the so you you did you did make up for it. But see, okay, this is an interesting thing, and I wonder how many servers are listening to this show who would like to chime in on this. It because it's possible you don't have a credit card, you calculate wrong, you don't have enough money to cover the bill and the tip. So I, you start to think about well, what is a good solution for this? And what I would say is could I have your first name and the first letter of your last name and let me send you a check or let me send you uh, cash in the mail because uh, I'm not just going to leave without knowing who you are and knowing that I'm going to make it good to you. Yeah, I hear you.
5: But I always tip. I'm a good tipper, and I always pay cash. I never kept credit card, always cash, 25 to 50%. If you're good, I'm going to show you you're good.
2: Well, wow, that sounds almost erotic. Um, but the what your tip is twenty five to fifty percent these days.
5: Yes, that's what I
2: always tip. Well, you must get a lot of good treatment at places you go regularly. Very good treatment. So when you being somebody who is a good tipper, okay, going to the same places with some frequency. Do you find that you might not get charged for every drink and maybe you get that piece of pie for free and maybe they forget to charge you here and there for things? Oh yes. Well that's what you that and that's what a good restaurant will do that and good restaurant owners and managers will make it clear to staff that when you see the same face all the time Keep them loyal customers, because there are a lot of options that people have. You want them to keep coming back to your option.
5: Now I got one more tipping story. It's hilarious, this one. Okay. So I was, there, I was down at a bar, and I was, I was ordered these nachos, and they were, like, tall. No <laughs> kidding, a foot tall. So I ordered these nachos, and I'm eating them, and my wife, we have reservations uh, at, the, at a table. So she goes and checks on them, and goes, oh, there's a band playing at back. What's it in back? Shall we go try to find a place? She didn't find one. She goes to get the reservations back. They wouldn't let her have it back. So here I am, eating my nachos, drinking a barrel. I'm all happy and stuff. She sits down like saying, No, these people come up. You're out of here. You're out of here. I said, well, What are you talking about? My wife gave her the old finger under the chin to the lady, which you wouldn't let her have the thing. So you're, you're disrespected by staff. You're out of here. So I said, well, I'll leave. You know, we're going to pay your bills. I, said, I have to fifty out a bill on the table. I, I, I'm done. With well, my nachos, I'll leave. Well, oh, you're done now. So he gives me a soup container for my nachos. And they don't fit in there. Oh, I don't care if they don't fit in there. Oh, so you don't care if they fit in there. I flipped those nachos all over that bar. Flipped them up everywhere. Then I pulled a 20 out, gave it to the bartender. So here you go. Here's your tip. Because I know he's going to make you clean it up. Not him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It was, oh, it, was, um, it was the best thing I ever did in my life. Well, you, you know what, though? In, in in all honesty, your wife, and I, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you because believe me, you would kick my butt, um, your wife did something wrong. She abused the staff, and you can't do that. Well,
5: what does that mean? What does that mean you do that?
2: Well, when you flip somebody off, I mean... No, i, no, I,
5: no. I w- she didn't flip her off. She took your, she took your hands. You go under your chin with your with your fingers. You flip outward, not with a finger, middle finger, nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Follow see, your, when, when it when it comes to the that. middle finger, you can't get into the minutia. When uh, middle finger is a middle finger, bro.
5: No, she didn't give her middle finger. You take your hand and you put it under your chin. You flick out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 we, we, well, this might just be a, a question of uh, you have one perception of what flipping somebody off is. I have another perception of what flipping somebody off is. Well, I
5: don't want to flip people off. I'm going to pray at it.
2: Well, I, I'm getting that feeling. Um, I thank you very much. I appreciate, I appreciate the call. Uh, in fact, uh, my buddy Scooter, who runs a local place, will appreciate this. He had a problem with people disrespecting his staff. So he put a sign up, and it says— any abuse of employees will not be tolerated and you will be removed from the premises because uh, it will become a constant problem. I mean, in a situation like that, you can't even – don't even use your middle finger to, like, prop the glasses up on your nose because it's not going it, to end well. And just keep something else in mind, and every restaurant person listening will laugh at this. At the end of the day, they're the ones who provide your salad dressing. You can do some things with ranch and blue cheese. Just saying. Talking about tipping, I happen to love this topic, and I really want to hear from some more servers out there. There are so many angles, and, uh, you know, we we seem to now think that 25% is the new standard tip. That's the new baseline tip. Is that correct? Is that your experience? Uh, Let's go to Debbie in Niagara Falls. Debbie, you are on. Hello.
4: Thank God you broke for uh, traffic after that other call. I don't think I could have followed it. I, I lost my train of thought for a minute there.
2: Well, hopefully uh, we're back on the rails.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, no, I just wanted to add my uh, two cents. It doesn't just go for uh, for uh, restaurants. Uh, it does, And if you forget the tip, that's my point. I, uh, and I'm not the only one. It happens frequently at nail salons. You're working, you're, you're going on your lunch break to get your nails done, or you're busy in between getting your hair done, your nails, and you forget the tip, or you just bring your card and they only take cash for a tip. But what you do in cases like that, you, you just go back to the place. You remember your server, and if she's not there or he's not there, you just leave the tip with the manager. That's all. You just go back to the place. And it's in your own best interest, as you said, you know, the, the related to the restaurant. But even for... For your nails or for your salon. You, you just you forget the tip or you don't have the cash on you or they, something. You just go back to the place.
2: And I would also suggest that when it's you get. I, I'd also suggest when you leave the tip in the envelope, you ask the person, would you please text me to confirm that you got it?
4: Well, I've never had to do that. I, but that is a thought too. I usually just leave it with their supervisor or their manager if the person's not there. But that is a good thought too in those instances if you don't really know the
2: staff sure yeah so so you you agree you agree that if you don't have the cash and you don't have a credit card you should at least get the person's name you know just first name and the first letter of the last name say look expect a letter from me and i I would give her my name and cell phone number and say text me when you receive this And, and i think you know people understand i'm a little bit old to be hitting on 20 year olds so i'm pretty sure they get it
4: well, and yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I'm talking about getting our nails done or our hair done, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far, but maybe that's necessary. But it's always worked out in all the years for myself, my friends, those of us that occasionally can't leave the chip. You just go back. You just go back and make it right, and then it's right. And then when you go back the next time, it's fine.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
4: So Very simple. All
2: right. Thank you, love. I all appreciate right. it. All right, so I'm glad I'm glad I'm not the only person who uh, has thought about doing that because there have been times where I came really close, and then I remembered, oh, wait, no, I got some money in the other pocket. Because uh, I use, uh, Bellavia taught me, I, I put everything on the charge card because got one of those cards where you get money back on it, so it really, it's beneficial to put everything on the charge card. Uh, 803-0930, we'll uh, continue this um, as we... Also, start to think a little bit about, uh, shall we say, Valentine's Day on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And David and I would like to announce our engagement, but we're going to wait until tomorrow on that for David.
0: <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us
2: and four lines for $25 per line per month with
0: eligible trade in when you switch